The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey buddies. Hey buddies. Tis I Marty. Tis I Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling on the MLW Radio Network. Our LLC is Bing Bong Silly Billy's Limited Liability Corporation. That's right. Uh, and if you are just joining this silly, silly show for the first time, I want to thank you. Right out of the gate, I want to say thank you. I don't know how you found your way here. There may be jokes in the podcast, but we're serious about the joy that we try to bring to your ears. We're very serious. We want to say Hello. Hi. We want to say welcome. Yep. We want to say give us uh, give us a couple listens, maybe. Yeah, and if you like it. Yeah, go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. But more than that, just get on board with this podcast. Make it a part of your week, a part of your life. Let me give a shout out. Do it. Hot out of the gate. Do it. We have a new listener whose name is Kyle Shockey. What? Kyle Shockey. Your long lost brother? I mean, it's like there's a buddy of the show named Kyle. I'm Sarah Shockey. Kyle yeah. Shockey embodies all the best things about this podcast. Welcome aboard. And welcome aboard to all the new buddies. I wonder if Kyle My Shockey, brother Kyle Shockey. <laughs> I wonder if your long lost brother Kyle Shockey was ever in choir when he was in uh Kyle Shockey the junior choir. High. I was in Circle the State with Song in Indiana, and oh if God. I have any buddies out there who were also members of any alumni of Circle the State with Song, Hit me up. I'd love to talk about the odd song selections that they uh, gave us. Like, like, name a few, please. There's one that was like. Do they have a theme song? Uh, no. Because in my head, I'm like, and we circle the stage with, with song. song. Yes, we circle the, the stage with, with song. And then it hit the end. It's like circle the stage with song. The one kid his voice yeah. changed. Uh, there was one that was like based on an old pioneer folk song, mm. and it was all about what do you do with an old sow that died. Yeah. And it was like, what do you do with the old sow's tail? Make as good a whip as ever did sail. And it was like, I guess. And then at the end, they slowed it way down and it got real serious. And they went, what shall we do with the old sow's head? Make as good of oven that ever baked bread. No. What? I was in sixth grade saying that is the wrong I way i don't to, think this is right that is the wrong way to come at me in sixth grade how are you gonna pl- how are you gonna set up the the heating system in a pig's head and then be like oh i made some bread yeah that bacon smell is because my oven is our beloved old sows and also they make a point in the song to say that the sow took the measles and died in the spring so this is a cow a uh, uh, sow that died yeah from a disease yeah now we're baking bread in its head i mean that's one disrespectful and two unsanitary sure. and sanatorial oh my god that's so weird you know what's not weird sarah grabbing some merch at marty and sarah love wrestling thank you for getting us out of there new pins you know what guys you're buying these gerbert pins and i'm shipping them out i'm just (laughs) i have to make peace with my god and just do my job you know what i mean i'm like a guy who works at like marty in the warehouse shipping them out yeah but i mean i have to send him all the orders does he get sad uh I mean, morale's up in the... We're not like Amazon. Morale's up in our warehouse. Yeah, we let him piss whenever he wants. <laughs> I let him piss whenever he wants. He can go have a cig whenever he wants. He wanders away for hours sometimes. Weeks, even. Do we drug test? Yes, to make sure he's Doing smoking drugs. weed. Uh, <laughs> head over to that. Or if you got... That's at uh, protectthedotbiz in the shop zone. Yeah, and head to rumbleboys.com if you want to grab one of our t-shirts. Uh, as recently seen on AEW Dynamite and AEW Dark. Same guy, but still... <laughs> We appreciate that. Impre- increasing our credentials and our brand. Well, that's you're. You know what? When you walk around, your 
city or town with our merch on. You are our brand ambassador. You know what people have said to me, though? When I see somebody wearing one of your shirts, I know that they're probably kind of a fun fan. Maybe yeah. somebody that's safe to say hi to. Um, so if you're wearing a, a Wrestling Heart shirt and you're being a dick to yeah, people, if you're a shit king, that's, uh, don't do that. Turn it in. Turn it in. Turn it in if you're you can, a shit You know what you can do is uh, it's the same as any system. Just throw it in any mailbox. Yeah. And it'll come back here. <laughs> there's a there's here. a secret tag on there. Also, huge thanks to the Patreon buddies. If you want to subscribe, head over to patreon.com slash Marty and Sarah. When we started this podcast, I had sort of set like a, like a little goal for us that I never thought we would hit. And we hit it, and I'm very thankful. So we're going to be putting out some celebratory content for our buddies who are here. Excuse me, Marty, Sarah. I got a, I, I would like to uh, throw my... Hey, uh, don't move the cat out of the way to sit on the well, couch. Well, DJ was in the way. I just you just pushed over. DJ off the She's couch. She's fine. The cats, cats always land whatever you, however you uh, push them or throw them. They'll, uh, not throw them. Not a bad person. Don't call PETA or whatever. SJ... Uh, Social justice pet, SJPW, social justice pet warriors. Oh boy, you really had to. I'm over it, bad. You yeah. know. Did Wait, you, are you like? Did you see? Yeah, I'm a little cranky. I'll be honest. Uh huh. Did you see Sean Spears shirt? Oh Some, yeah, no. Uh, the more garbage wrestling. Yeah. yeah. What's that? Can you explain that to me? Because I didn't really like. I mean, get it's, it. you know, it's just like I, you know, a lot, a lot of the guys do a lot of the name the, names. No, no, no. I'm name a journalist. Names. I'm a journalist, and I'm not trying to get in any trouble. To, you know. Dave. Uh, uh, well, uh, Mr. Meltzer, uh, you could uh, Dave, uh, my, one of my one of my mentors, took a little took a little uh, took a little hit this week. Yeah, took a little tumble. One of my coworkers, Ryan Satin, is on the new the WDB show on FS1. Yeah, that's pretty great, huh? Yeah. Do you have friends on TV like I do? Anyway, yeah, they're all wrestling. <laughs> oh, see, I don't consider those friends because I'm in the I report on wrestling. So I okay, can't well, be we have a fun podcast unquote, so that friends. the wrestlers can be our friends and they don't have to worry about us tattling on them. Mm. Interesting. Yet you guys say don't at the wrestlers. I find that interesting. Well, at the wrestlers if you have something nice to say. Anyway, to celebrate the whatever BS Patreon thing you guys were talking about, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna bring it. I do this normally with my friends. And uh, who we're are gonna, your friends? Ken, uh, Steve, mm-hmm. uh, Marshawn. He works with me too. Wow, interesting. You didn't name Gerbert. Garbs is my part. He's my professional partner. Okay. Do you call Marty your friend? Well. <laughs> I mean, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend. We're boyfriend and boyfriend. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Wait, you guys you got and, me a real. Wait, I got, you and Gerbert are boyfriends? No, I'm saying if we were, it wouldn't matter. That's what I'm saying. But he's a puppet. Not a, well, I guess he's sentient. All right, love is love. Uh, but does <laughs> I'm gonna do food reviews on the, on the do, Patreon? Yeah. So are you gonna do like videos in your car? No, 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 no. No. First of all, no. Uh, <laughs> second of all, I'm just gonna do about like the uh, the podcast. You're going to do audio. Nathan, that's not how it works. Who cares? Marty, you have to stop this. Oh, I've never seen a hamburger before. I don't know what a chicken sandwich looks like. You do. And I'll just tell you what it tastes like. I don't have a video camera. My phone obviously does not have. I don't. Oh yeah, I'm gonna upload a video. You don't have too. a lot of memory on your phone. I saw you trying to take some pictures recently. I was gonna re- memory full. every time I want to take a dang picture, I gotta eliminate one. It's like a survivor. Yeah. It's like a. You know, one in, one out. Yep. Cause Sorry? I said yep. So anyway, food review, uh, coming soon. Uh, not even sure what I'm going to get into. Yeah. Who, who knows what I'll get into. Maybe you'll get a chance to try out some uh, Dallas cuisine. Yeah, I'll be a part of your head to Dallas. We'll be in Dallas this weekend. 
You going to see any of the uh, Texas buddies like our uh, beloved Kevin Aldridge? My 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 chop it up with Ka. Ka. Yeah, machine gun Kevin Aldridge. <laughs> That's what I call him. You know what I like that. Yeah, I made you laugh. Yep. Put a dollar in my uh, in my jar. <laughs> Because that's how we get paid around here, apparently, by making Sarah laugh. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, if if we got it, if I had to put a dollar in the jar every time Marty made me laugh, I would have no money. Oh, cool. With you, I'm I'm fine. Anyway, uh, tip of the hat of the week. That's a good one. Yeah, it goes to you, Sarah. I'll be honest. You were very funny on this week's Ring the Bell. Well, <laughs> thank you. You were funny. I'll admit it. Uh, you going to tip of the hat of the week to Eye Candy Elliot or DS, my uh, lovely co-hosts? tip of the head of the w-e-a-k you want me to give one of those guys no no no. I, the, like another like tip of the head of the week for the whole show like ds puts on a great no, show I mean, that's what i'm saying it was a fun yeah. show i enjoyed it yeah because i'm usually real into just the the hard the hardcore uh you know wrestling or the the who won who lost i'm we a big still stats talked, guy got into the matches we talked yeah. about stuff cool okay so thanks. I think you're trying to compliment me still. Well, I was, but then you t- like, turned it on me, which got weird. So tip of the head of the W-E-A-K, Sarah. For, for, <laughs> I got, a tw- I got you the got, double you, header. You know what? Double winner, chicken but dinner. You have to say why I got tip of the head of the W-E-A-K, because usually you prepare that ahead of time, and I feel like you just threw that at me in the spur of the moment. So do you have some problem with me you want to discuss? You're just being difficult is all. Marty, you got my back here? Nathan, come on, man. <laughs> she made me watch one of those stupid five-minute crap videos. I, <laughs> I call them five-minute crap videos. Nathan, chill, bud. Um, uh, Sarah, I do, explain yourself. I do really like uh, these five-minute craft videos. They're like DIY five-minute crafts, and they're insane, and they're endless. And uh, I would say one in ten is a good idea. Like, occasionally they'll have, like, uh, hey, if you want to put your sodas in the fridge, open the front of the box and the back of the box and just push them through and slide them in. That's a good idea. But to be fair, with these five-minute craft videos, they love using glue guns. So what your videos would do is don't have any room in the refrigerator for this, uh, like, 12-pack of LaCroix, and they would just cut a hole at the top and then glue gun the like box another to the, box no they would glue it to the side of the refrigerator yeah it's insane so like they they'll use the do, glue gun for everything they legitimately blew up a balloon so yep. there's like the one good tip in 10 then the rest are like blow up a balloon cover it in a web of hot glue yeah. let it dry pop the balloon then like put a candle they no, no 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 then put your iphone under it with the flashlight so on weird. and it's like look at this light fixture you made and it's like no but it's one of those things where it's addicting because most of them are bad it's fun to dunk on them so weird but they're also really well produced and all the women in them are like very pretty and they have like nicely done nails and they it's a satisfying video meets like a slight concept uh, but I've, I've honestly the second they turn on my brain shuts off I'm what do you so watch bored. what do you uh like what do you put on when you just want nothing on youtube you know uh old wrestling okay yeah yeah you put on marty you put on like uh reviews of like recent movies that you saw or toy reviews yes toys that made us coming up coming real soon not this weekend but next um i would like to start the hashtag like gentle yt or like gentle youtube yes and just tweet at us at marty sarah pod What's your gentle YouTube 
yeah. like what do you like because i like those satisfying videos i like the diy crafts right now we've got just watch, an autumn river we watch clumsy videos which are like meme compilations where just a male siri reads you memes of the british male siri and sarah likes those but if i put in 4chan no memes, sarah does not like those. they're not uh polite memes they're all not right nice sarah but clumsy memes are we nice. we have got so much to talk about mm-hmm. in the week that was pro wrestling um you went to nathan left you were at the MLW pay-per-view. I watched yes. from home. I was a little under the weather. I watched your hard work in the main event. You, yeah, so, you painted the faces for La Parca's entourage. Yes, this was a very interesting set of circumstances mm-hmm. um, where this was an idea that was floated around and uh, somehow fell into my hands to kind of uh, make happen, which was very cool of Court Bauer and the gang to uh, let me run run free mm-hmm. and uh what i did was i bought flameless candles i found a pattern thanks to the help of paloma star to um for face paint for sugar skulls mm-hmm. booked eight people six women and two men and painted all of their faces and helped coordinate their outfits and then helped coordinate their entrance of like at what point do they leave where do Am they I stop the, may i say they nailed it they nailed it i don't know how many times you were cracking that whip in rehearsals but they nailed it (laughs) we only had to do it like three times right and uh it was really cool because i got to run down as the entrance was happening and watch it in the gorilla position next to court which made me feel like wow pretty pretty cool and then also um just being backstage with the mlw locker room was cool um got to do some bits uh i'll tell you something say it I was like backstage telling everybody like, oh, my little buddy Dina just came in. Cause, All right, I think you your little buddy MJF. Well, Javi texted me and was like, oh, do you want to come say hi? Dina and I are here. So I ran out to say hi. I went back in the locker room. I was like, oh, my little buddy Dina's here. It's so cool. MJF goes, is she, is she here? They have this feud going on, these two. Yeah. He runs out of the locker room and is like like running after this like child to like th- threaten her, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And she turned around and like she looked scared obviously but she held her ground and then he ended up leaving and it was like this kind of like awkward moment i sort of wish someone had filmed it but also it was like the tension was so high it's like sarah it's me hannibal tv oh no i summoned you by talking about mjf my friend max uh do you have any any scoops or anything i'm trying to get to get some clicks um uh trying to think what of, was the locker uh, room <laughs> what was the locker room vibe on kevin owens uh nobody really talked about him mm. um david boy smith jr that's a tall drink of water he's one of my best one of my best wrestlers when i put on shows yeah he's uh he's a he's a great presence yeah. in the locker room a, a legit a legit presence yeah in and out of the ring in and out of the ring yeah um mjf kept uh max kicking kicking my uh squad in the heads and stuff and yeah. like poor rich was like just trying to get work done and every time he was doing anything that's the MJF boys. would just come by and boot him in that's, the head that's the boys locker room you yeah have to adhere to our rules like i guess um but i i was mostly painting faces so i didn't have time to get a lot of scoop mm. but i'll tell you what some of these up and coming women i know uh at least one of the gals may show up in uh some upcoming uh rosebud work as we call it in the biz uh when you're backstage at wwe at least one of the gals from the entrance so if you want to comb the footage and see if you can guess who uh, that's like a fun project for you i'll need and also i know you can't say everything on air but if you do have anything you know a little juicy i'd I'd like it for my uh my show on youtube Mm. 
Uh, a friend of mine saw Dolph Ziggler eat seven bananas in a row once. That's good. I can use that. <laughs> I can definitely use that. Yeah. Okay. I Marty, guess. anything you want to say to Hannibal? Um, keep up, keep up the good work. Thank you. I will. And uh, I still need um, some Max's info. I'm not gonna give you so MJF's info. Keep in touch. Yeah. No. no Max, DM me. I got uh, questions about AEW's um, infrastructure. <laughs> hey, why don't you go look at uh, MJF's Twitter and you can see a video of him. <laughs> punching Orange Cassidy's airplane seat, and then the poor man next to him who was just eating turns alarmed. Yeah, that boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. Yeah. This is wrestling. You know, I like that uh, Max keeps up kayfabe even on planes. I mean, it's not kayfabe. He's legit. He's, you know, a shitty guy. Hey, do you have, you know, the, um, He's that, mean. You know that meme where all the people are in the bar and they're watching the big giant TV and they all go crazy? Yeah. AEW tweeted out, uh, I don't know if someone had made this and they retweeted it or they made it, but uh, it was that scene of uh, Orange Cassidy doing all his like little shit kicks to <laughs> Pac, or to Pac, and everybody was going crazy. It shit was real kicks. fun. It was real fun. Uh, speaking of AEW Dynamite. Hannibal just slunk away. I know. Whatever. I feel like I need to inform people where the buddies go. Speaking of AEW Dynamite, Sarah. Mm-hmm. We watched it, and it was so fun. I was wondering, when this show, before it came out, I, 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 what I feel like we've kind of slipped into is, for the most part, it seems like NXT might have the better matches on a work rate basis, but AEW is kind of like out sports entertaining them, if that makes sense. Yeah, they've got the zazz and the hype, and but I, but, they're starting to put together those fun packages. But NXT was very fun, but... Yes. I mean... For my for my money, mm-hmm. the two highlights of well three of the AEW show mm-hmm. were Cody's promo, mm-hmm. the Jericho vignette, and the end of the show. Yeah, those let's, are the things that I think about when I think about that show. Let's break them down one by one. Okay, what did you think of Cody's promo? I wasn't as uh, drawn into it the way that you and a lot of other. Here's the thing. You and a lot of other long-term male wrestling fans, I have noticed, were super into it, super on board, Mm -hmm. loved it. You know who loved it? Who? The Rock. Oh, yeah. That's great. What a nice compliment for Cody. Here's what the deal with The Rock now. Mm -hmm. He is wrestling's dad. Yeah. And he... He's transcended. He's transcended the biz, obviously, but he also loves... He like said he loved NWA Power. He will say, I like this. I like that. Great match. This was fun. So for the Cody promo, he wrote rhythm, cadence, tone, intent, passion, execution. Great promo, brother. You dropped that MFR for the mic. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was so good. Yeah. I mean, I liked it, but mm-hmm. I was like not – what spoke to my heart mm-hmm. was Jericho's video. Well – that was a whole nother. It was a whole different weird. thing. Cody was great though. I wasn't saying that it. It was just. It's one of those things where. Um, I don't know if it's that I just like don't see myself in him as much or what it is. I thought it was a great promo, but it didn't like stir too much in my heart. Mm, it stirred so much in me. Yeah, I that's loved great. it so much. I'm so glad. And the Jericho vignette was a playoff of Cody's vignette from. See, I think that's so funny. Either last week or a week before, where like Brandy's talking to him and he's just like in another world, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh my god!" And then Sammy Guevara saying like, 
Chris Jericho's the youngest AEW champion ever, <laughs> which is the only so you can say anything. You which can is say great. anything. And Sammy Guevara is really uh, being used and stepping up to the plate so well. It's very fun seeing that happen. Yeah, it's very fun seeing like, oh, this is my niche in this group, and they kept showing Jake Hager just looking weird. Yeah. And all the, like, captions of everything. Oh, and they had his aunt's friend from church. Yes. And you know what? She said, I think he's going to kick the shit out of him. Yep. And if you watch closely, she gets the tiniest little smirk after she says it. And I'm like, ooh, girl. I think uh, another fun narrative throughout AEW is uh, how Chuck Taylor's mad that he can't see, he hasn't said shit on the air. Oh, that's so funny. He's like, because when, uh, when Hangman Page was like, I'm into cowboy shit, he's like, Man, he got to say shit on the I air. I say shit. And now this granny. That's like a little boy's dream coming true. It is. Is it? Is it not? It's not jarring, but it is. Are you kind of like, oh, like when, when Cody just called Jericho a dick and, or yeah, she it's said a fun, shit. I feel like they do it with fun swear words and they sprinkle them through yes. in like a fun way. What did I say when Cody said, you're just a dumb dick? You went, oh, that's fun. I go, it's so fun to not call someone a bitch or a pussy. Yeah. Because that's like I, the crutch of crutches in promos. I think that. I was joking around with DS, and I think we were off air, but I was joking around. Oh, and you cheated on me with another show? No! you Kissing were, guys in improv scenes. You gotta stop. Doing us. other shows. People are getting bummed <laughs> out when you talk about that, because they think that we really are having an issue about Oh, my that. God. Not at all. Please. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. You're such a lunatic. <laughs> um... Well, now I can't remember what we were talking about. You and DS. We were joking around about how WWE gets like one bitch per episode. Yeah. And like if Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar say it, then the women don't get to say it to each other. And it's like, do a little little better. Doesn't Kurt Stallion always say that that Danny Daniels says he can only say like one fuck during a promo? Yeah, but he'll like max it out with like five (laughs) fucks and then be like, was that good enough? And Mm. it's so funny because he'll cut like a very good promo. But it'll say fuck like six times in it. And it's like, well, either you want to use that or you want me to do another one that won't be as fun. It was wild because you had Cody's promo, which I think was so good. The Jericho vignette, which was bananas. But then they played the weird Brandy Rhodes one, which is like. We were so confused. Yes. As to who's she who, mad at? Who is she cutting this promo on? Was she talking to us? Who's was she, she talking gonna... to opponents? Was she like, and that's. But that promo summed up for me. A lot of my issues with the storyline in the AEW women's realm. Yes. I don't understand what Brandy is going after. I don't understand what her motivation is because it seems like we we're talking about this. It seems like she's one person when she's with Cody. Yes. And then four other people when she's wrestling or like dealing with Awesome Kong or like that she's the boss of these other women, but well, she's she says mean, she's not the boss, but she's not running things, but she's <sighs> yeah. like, but, and like, I think, I think she's been trying on different brandies, mm-hmm. but I'm confused as to who she's going to settle on. You know, my favorite, I have two favorite brandies okay. and I haven't seen either one exactly in a while. Okay. One was the brandy, who was like very vulnerable and cut that really beautiful oh, promo yeah. against Allie about trying really hard. I thought that was like my all time favorite imagine, promo I've seen her do. Imagine that stirred within me what you were stirred within by Cody. Imagine Cody cuts that promo. Yep. Jericho vignette. And then Brandy does that promo. Poof. I would have been crying. Wow. wow. Incredible. Oh, wow, wow. But I haven't seen that Brandy again. No. 
the other brandy I like is the brandy that just fucking deadpan tones MJF. And oh, the two of them go back and forth yeah. about, like, you think you're going to destroy me? Well, there's fucking nothing that you can do about it. Like, she's really good at speaking and cutting promos and her, like, hey, like The Rock said, rhythm, cadence, all that. But this promo, I just didn't understand it. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand who it was for or what the emotion was behind it. Is it when... when yeah, because when I have I high standards it, for her because I know she's good. I don't know who they're talking about. Also, I don't know how much Awesome Kong can go. So I also don't know at the end of the day. Like how many matches she's going to do before she's like, yeah. you know what? I think I want to just scoot on over to this Ville. Like maybe we pick somebody who can go every. I don't know, but they're not wrestling. Every, no one's wrestling every week anyway. Or yeah. some are, but not much. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I also think that uh, AEW could really use a silly Billy. In the sense of what? In the women's division. Like a, like a silly Billy. Yeah, like Allie's a sweetheart. She's not a but silly Billy. But if you had like a Chris Statlander, like she's a silly Billy. Yeah. And she can go. Yeah. But her character's a silly Billy. That is true. And then I say silly Billy in the best way. Bailey used to be a silly Billy. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, because remember when Bailey was always like just freaking honored to be with the people she was with, and yeah, that's like a fun silly take. And I think wrestling needs more silly billies. Yeah, yeah. definitely uh, not too many. No, but especially in the women's division, like I love seeing girls just goof on each other or to like mix up that energy of like I'm really serious and I'm really mean and I'm just here to be yeah. like <laughs> just like a session moth just a ding dong yes yeah. she's a silly billy absolutely um, yeah or like solo darling on uncharted territory yeah. she just kind of comes out and she's just like kind of goofy with her dog and, and then stuff. at the very end of um, Shotzi's independent circuit career mm-hmm. she's riding out in a oh, baby tank. tank she's yeah. like bringing a chicken to shows like that's so fun very cool um, very cool she did her she did they had that photo of uh, uh, Shotzi um, at the performance center yes yeah, Scarlet uh, Shotzi Scarlet Indy Hartwell and my friend the man yeah the referee <laughs> the referee that's just what I call them. I call all referees just the referee I'm like <laughs> WWE I don't like to give them names um, it's somewhere in my notes oh uh, uh, Stephen Smith Stephen Smith or Stefan Smith. Or Stefan Smith. Not sure either one, but congratulations. But welcome and congratulations. For making your dreams come true. Uh, really excited to see all those women show up. This is like another fun benchmark where uh, when there's a new class hired yes. somewhere. Uh, at this one, I've called matches for all three of those gals, mm-hmm. I think. And in Scarlett's case, she has tried out for the WWE on numerous occasions. Yeah. And I mean, she is somebody who you got to take your hat off to her. Went to Japan for more training, figured out her character, crushed it on impact. And her promos are stunning. There are certain people who really, uh, I don't want to say used impact and like I used you, but like took advantage of that TV time and impact. Climbed the ranks of like, and just like, got better every week. Yeah. I like mean, figured out her. She's really good live and Mm -hmm. she's really good on camera and those are two very different skills yep and you know what's great is now that she's in the derby and they used to use that term diva she's like there's nothing wrong with being a diva like she's gonna bring that back it's gonna be very cool that's a little bit of silly billy energy sure 
Sure. In like a fun, mean way. Yeah. And I think she's going to knock it out of the park. Absolutely. Uh, sticking with AEW, obviously, uh, Aubrey Edwards continues to crush it. Uh, every week she comes out, she has this great ritual. This is like a fun thing that I've noticed is uh, her rhythm on Twitter is mm-hmm. like getting up for the day or like traveling. Like she kind of keeps everyone posted in a very positive way. Mm-hmm. And then show day nails. I love that she always paints her show day nails. Like, and, and it's one of those, I've been asking wrestlers what their pre-show rituals are. Oh, nice. And uh, I'm... Is so interested in everybody's stuff like that, but it's clear that there's like something in there for her of like working out, paint the nails, specific meals, get to the ring, and I there's it's like comforting to hear that that's somebody else's dream is working out in that nice rhythm. I forgot who the wrestler was, whether it was in a book or a shoot interview. They were talking about like being sort of a younger guy and going in a, a dressing room, and they were in the bathroom, and he heard. I think Terry Funk and Dusty Rhodes in two stalls pooping, going over the match, and like, oh wow! What if we did this? What if we did this? I was talking to a girl who did extra work and was going to go to the bathroom and was like pulling her pants down, and then all of a sudden, the man Becky Lynch runs in and is like, "I got a match. I'm. Is there any way I can use the bathroom now?" And she was like. Absolutely, because wow. that's what you do when the locker room leader kicks you out of the bathroom. You know, you forget in a polite way. You forget our superstars have to poop. Yeah, you just forget. Hey, you know what? Hmm. Anytime you start thinking that somebody's better than you or that you're better than somebody else, just remember we've all had those three a.m. diarrhea nights. You know what? I would pay for. I was going to say big money. I don't know if I'd pay big money. How much? Well, we'll we'll suss out a price. And I don't say what it is. And I don't want nudity or anything like that. They can all wear <laughs> fucking Aaron Stevens flesh colored trunks, which what? we'll get into. I want to see like the biggest of the big wrestlers just sitting on a toilet. I just want to see what it looks like. Why? Just I want to see how that even works. Okay. Well, you know what? I bet there are some wrestlers. Yeah. Who listen to this podcast? Yeah. Maybe they'll DM you poop pics. But I want. I don't want. Poop picks. You just want sitting on a toilet. I just want. Here's my dream for uh, like access at the next Mania weekend. Mm-hmm. They have a toilet, and you know Derby's fun. They'll make it like WrestleMania style. Fun lighting. And then I just want certain wrestlers just to come out, and they'll be like, uh, "Ladies and gentlemen, Rikishi, WWE Hall of Famer, will be sitting on the toilet. You can <laughs> see what that looks like. I just think it'd be interesting." Okay. Call me crazy. Uh, no, I'll respect your. I, you know what? I'm I'm not going to yuck your yums, as they say. Thank you so much. <laughs> Sarah, it is Full Gear Weekend, the first ever uh, AEW pay-per-view with the TV. This was the first go-home show. At the end of the show, I love that, when everybody was coming out and jumping hey, off stuff. why does AEW have a network? <laughs> well, I'm sure they will eventually. Because I'll tell you what, I don't think people want to pay 50 bucks for a pay-per-view in this day and age. In this DNA. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. They had a cool... YouTube show, one of their 8,000 YouTube shows, AEW Countdown Full Gear. Check it out. It's very, it feels very much like um, the HBO docs for their boxing matches that they hype up. Oh, that's fun. It's really cool. Cool narrator, uh, very serious. Mm -hmm. They did the cool thing with with, uh, the Young Bucks versus Ortiz and... um, Santana. Santana, where they were kind of like shit. Like we're from the streets. You guys had a back, a ring in your backyard that your dad made. Like we didn't have, <laughs> and and it was like so fun to watch. So check it out. We've got full gear, the pay per view this Saturday from Baltimore. I do wonder how many people are going to order it because, ah, man, fifty bucks is tough. 
Yeah. When everything is. Or, but you know, you, some people are probably going to be having pay-per-view parties. That's Everybody come in, throw it's 10 Saturday, bucks in. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to be flying home that Yeah, you'll night be on the plane, but you know what? You. I'm going to save it. Yes, we'll watch it together. No spoilers. I'll be no. going media dark. So, Sarah, in in with the upcoming pay-per-view looming, I have one question looming. for you. How much says to you? How Do You Want This To Go is sponsored in part by all of the DJs and Peters that live in our apartment. That's right. All right. Here we go. I'm going to run it down. We'll go from the big uh, the top. We got to have uh, How Do You Want This To Go? Because we started How Do You Want This To Go when we were feeling a little like we need to bring around. Well, we used to do How Do You, who do you Think Is Going To Win? Who do you think will win? Who do you want to win? See, I think. That was just Sarah Joy Shockey saying, I want this wrestler to win. See, I think how uh, we're more excited about this pay-per-view. Who do you want to win makes slightly more sense. Sure. But also, How Do You Want This To Go? provide some fun chances at overbooking ourselves. So I'm going to give you a mix of both depending I, on what you bring to my table. I love it. Let's start with the buy-in. They're going to be doing B Priestley versus Britt Baker. They did an interesting promo for this where Britt was like, you hurt me in the match and you didn't like apologize. Never in this business. If they hurt somebody apologize like a little behind the curtain. Yeah. Interesting. Which is also weird timing with that spot that was going around that I didn't watch. Oh yeah. From Japan. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, who, how do you think this is going to go? Uh oh um kicking mm, off the show mm, mm, mm. I'm I think I like B Priestley yeah. but I can't remember cuz I haven't seen her a whole bunch Yeah and I like Britt Baker and I think that uh what I want to have happen is that they have a really good match and I predict that Britt Baker is going to go over, but if they zazz it up in an interesting way, that would be fun for me. There you go. Uh, they sort of started this one last week and they made the match official this week. Joey Janela versus Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard. Yeah, this is fun because it feels like they're trying to have this like generational, like, oh, you do these crazy spots with your light tubes and your meta. parties. I and- think... Uh, I think Sean Spears might be the stand-in for Jim Cornette, but you never know. You never know. You never know. We'll see how it goes. Um, in this case, I just hope everybody's nice to each other backstage. Sure. sure. We've got the Young Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz. Yeah. Proud and powerful. I don't know if I like calling them proud and powerful yet. I'm debating it. I think it uh, sounds a little Tony the Tiger. Proud and powerful. They're proud and powerful. Sounds like there used to be fun names for old Survivor Series teams. Mm-hmm. I just like Santana and Ortiz. Like, yeah. That's a cool. I think it, I think I told you, I'm like, they should have just went with that till they came up with a nickname that like really sticks. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, Young Bucks versus Santana Ortiz. Is this for? Nothing. That's just for fun. Pride. Oh, gosh, that's going to be just a fun match. Uh, you know I always root for the Young Bucks, and I'm scared of the boys, but I also like the boys, so you know whatever happens, it's going to be a good match. Pack versus Hangman Adam Page. Oh, man. Um, this is an interesting one. There's a couple on here that I'm like, this and the, this and the Omega Moxie, it's kind of like, oh, man, it really someone's got to go lose. Way. Yeah. Um, gosh, I really don't, don't have, like, a set, because... Either route you can take. I guess I have a slight 
interest in seeing what happens if Pack starts negatively climbing the ranks. Like you know, where he's like he doesn't seem like a company man. He seems like he kind of hates being there as his character. Yeah. And that's interesting if he starts taking down guys where it's like, oh wow, we can have a championship match with this guy that always seems mad at us. And it seems like, and again, this match kind of mirrors the Omega Moxie match, what we'll talk about in a little bit, but it seems like they were doing the losing streak angle with Kenny Omega and Adam Page. But now so I feel like one's gotta win and one's gotta lose. In oh, my mind. Yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe Paige wins. Okay. Omega loses or vice versa. Okay. Because the company men. But you never know. They could have both, you know. Yeah. Hey, was there a picture of um, Mox's infected old? Yes, it was on that special. I didn't watch it. It was but, gross. Um, Did someone say it was disgusting? Matt McCarthy goes, you know what? I thought I really liked AEW and I thought I really liked my <laughs> meatloaf sandwich. Oh, but then man. He was eating it and watching it and he was like, and now you know what I really hate. I know. It, I I stopped myself from Googling because I was like, I'm not going to be happy with this. It was like gross and pussy uh, and like so yucky. Yeah. Matt, I'm so sorry that you got your Sammy ruined. <laughs> AEW tag team titles on the line. Three-way for the titles. The champs, SCU, go three-on-three uh, three with, uh, I almost said one-on-one, three-on-three with the Lucha Brothers and Private Party. Sarah, did they explain those medals? Because I do not understand those medals. <laughs> no, I don't think they explained those medals. I thought they were wearing their lanyards. Yeah, they're like identification lanyards. No, I don't know if it's just like, hey, when you're champs, you got to wear your medals. I don't know. Because uh, th- I thought they said like-, like a bronze and silver, like what? I, pl- I need explanation. And you know what I'm sure there is? There's probably some freaking AEW YouTube show I didn't watch that explains it all. Or there's like a Wikipedia that fans put together to keep track of everything. Maybe. Uh, who do you got walking out with the tag titles? Private Party. Really? Yeah. Did you know I'm a big mark for Private Party now? You know? Yeah, I did. You um, did know that? Yeah. You were raving about them during the match. But I haven't known about them as long as the Lucha Brothers, who I also love. Yeah. But I also um, enjoy the Lucha Brothers being these like shadow figures that can like pop up and they're kind of unpredictable. Like I feel like if they're champs, there's more pressure to like have a point of view. Whereas I like them being like chaotic neutrals. It'll be interesting with the with the titles because everyone has pretty much just won the titles. Yeah. So I don't know who's going to be the first out of SCU, Riho and Jericho, who will lose their title first. But yeah. we'll find out. But you think Private Party? Well, that's who I want to win. Because I that's just, oh, they're so fun and cool. Speaking of fun and cool, AEW Women's Champion Riho. I love her. Takes on her mentor, Emi Sakura. Emi Sakura's Freddie Mercury gimmick Dude. is so strange to me. I mean, and they don't, did they even explain? Not to me. Man. Again, maybe there's some show that Here's we missed. Here's more with me. I, and I told you this the other day. I'm like, I don't give a shit about the rules. I really don't. Here's what I don't, late. This is my new. My oh, new with thing. like grabbing tag ropes and stuff. I mean, everybody was pretty cool for the most part. And I get it. Some people. But I'm like, for a second, I found myself like counting like, all right, they got 10 seconds. One, two. And I'm like, what am I doing? Who cares? I don't care. Here's my new thing. I don't care about the rules. I would love to hear what goes on in your mind when you watch wrestling. I don't care about the rules. I've never counted anything in my life. And you know what else I don't really care about? Huh? Ratings. I don't really care about ratings that TV much. TV ratings? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really care. Well, but you're TV not you deals. don't have a financial stake in it. Well, <laughs> no, but in the in during the the Monday Night Wars, ratings were like so it's all everyone talked about. Yeah. And it's like Oh, I see. I don't know if anybody's like I'm interested in knowing like are they are people still watching? Yeah. Are a ton more people watching or did it drop off? I Here's don't, where I would I say ratings exact. are important. If for some reason 
like let's say Jungle Boy comes out and there's this massive spike and it's in like in the demographic of girls aged 8 to 16. Yeah. And it's just like man, I don't know what's going on but when this dude gets on the screen everybody goes crazy. I'm going to tell you something. Say it. If I were a little lady yeah. in the 3rd to 8th grade yeah. demographic and I saw Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. it, it would be over for I would have fantasies of like he really is a boy from the jungle he has this dinosaur friend man but i need to be the one to introduce him to civilization and then we fall in love with each other no 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 no. he i he would come to the city or the wherever i lived and (sighs) and he wouldn't know about like hot waters in the in the shower and then there'd be like oh god i sorry i should leave but this is how the shower works listen that was like my bread and butter as a child i wanted to do that with Orion. tony khan if you're listening yeah you're you can use it i love it here's my that's another oh, also one. i have another that's idea free. okay uh jungle boy trapper keepers for the absolutely for the, teen, that, for the young teen girls for the preteen velcro snap mm-hmm. that's a character that i want to oh, see you, know what you do his little loincloth make it Oh, he doesn't wear a loincloth, does he? His boots. You can make his boots furry on the... Furry on the... um, This is a character that nobody's done. And this is one that I had as a child. Let me hear it. And I might have talked about this before. Orion the Constellation comes down from the stars. You could have a really cool, like, star with the points. Did he date Solar? No, it was... Solar was a glimmer in my eye. This was just me. Um, But he, like, landed on Earth and didn't know squat about like being on earth and i was like oh i'll help you out of the goodness of my heart but Mm -hmm. that's like a little girls who lack self-confidence like to have fantasies about men who have never met another woman in their life so the first one they meet is the one they fall in love with and that's a little bit of a bummer what was your breakthrough about who you liked in the (sighs) x-men so when i created solar yes please explain solar for the new listeners solar is the mary sue character that i made up to uh be an x-men she can absorb powers into her hands uh like energies Mm -hmm. so sound wind water all that stuff and then store it and reuse it in battle or she can remix songs with the sound (laughs) what do those songs sound like Oh, like just go, just Google Pogo on okay. YouTube. They're all like, "We're going on a journey." You're my best friend. Exactly. Got it. Um, at first, I was like, "Ooh, I should have her like like Wolverine or Gambit," and then I was like, "No, she should like Scott Summers, aka Cyclops, because that's the reasonable choice." Yeah. Reasonable choice. Sure. What I really should have done is just followed my heart and had her like Gambit. Yeah. But I was a little scared of him. Hey. Hey, sometimes you meet a guy that maybe you're a little scared of at first with tattoos or, you know, has done some crazy drugs in the past. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get out of here. Just follow your heart, girls. So who do you got in the women's title match? <laughs> uh, I'm rooting for Rio. I think yeah. she's uh, but did you she's see such that? a sweet face of Did the you company. see that video of her and she was like, I can't believe I lost. I've disgraced everybody. I will make this up to everybody. Yeah, she feels like... She says, I'm so depressed. Like she's let us down. Yeah. That's like a sweet baby face champion. And I believe that. And also like... Her movements are so quick, and she's got just the teeny tiniest. Every time she does like a stomp, I'm I, like, "That's got to feel like we nothing." Were, we were thinking if it felt like your nephew's jumping on us. Yeah, where it's like, "Ooh!" How she does that bridge out of a pin and then stands up, and Love it's that. so quick. Love it. Yeah. AEW Championship: The Champion Chris Jericho versus <laughs> Cody. If Cody loses, he will not be able to challenge for the title ever again. To which you said, "But it's wrestling." But it's wrestling, so you never know. I would love to imagine 
there's some real heavy duty storytelling that's going to go down in this. That's exactly how I feel. You know I kind of want to just let him run it. You know what they've cooled off on a little bit? Hmm. The uh, MJF turn. They've cooled off on that, which means it. Mm-hmm. Could I think there's going to be some something. whatever happens. I think there's going to be some pretty cool storytelling. I I don't know. I it just feels too soon. But man, Cody's fucking crushing it. Yeah. If they did it, but then what do you do? You know, it'd be a crazy thing, and what? this has to be way down the line. But I just got chills thinking about it. Orange Cassidy stepping out <laughs> to help somebody who's not the best friends. Yeah. Ooh. Like just down the where you're just like. What? And then you don't know what, how he's feeling or what he's thinking. Yeah. I feel like, and I feel like they used to do this way more during the Attitude Era, and even on Nitro, is they would have wrestlers kind of like dating each other. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I had a weird dream that I was dating, it was like you, but it was also Orange Cassidy, but it made sense in the dream, and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like everyone sitting around being like, would you look at the way everything turned out? Interesting. Yeah. So, do you think Jericho or Cody walk out with the title? I think Jericho. Yeah. And that Cody is going to have some sort of like, whoa, I really didn't think I was going to lose that, and he might go through something. I think he's going to go through something. Yeah. And in the, from what I'm hearing, the final match of the evening, it's going to be the lights out street fight, and this is very old school. Do you understand what they're saying when they say a lights out street fight? Does, uh, in improv, we have a form called the bat where they uh, oh, keep the, the lights blackout. out the whole time and you just listen to the improv. Is it like that? No, it's essentially an unsanctioned match. And what they used to do like back in like, Do they Florida, black out the audience and just stark light the ring? They might do that. And I don't know if they did that with the John Moxley. Just don't do all red. No, they won't do red. <laughs> um, that would be a funny... Um, like. What if Smarky they, move to start it in red and be like, just kidding. Or what if, like, what if Justin Roberts like, it is now time for the lights out main event. And they did black lights and you just saw jizz stains all over so many people in the crowd. And they were like, oh, I, I am not okay with this. Uh, hey, that DIY craft video said you can make your own black oh. light by taping color plastic that you dry erase markered red and blue over. Then they showed a toilet that somebody just had their freaking <laughs> way with. No, basically, it's just an unsanctioned match that takes place after the other matches. Like, okay, those are out of the way. Legally, we are not responsible for this. Is that real? Go crazy. (laughs) No, Sarah. Oh, my God. And if you want to know more about the Lights Out Street Fight, watch the Florida Wrestling Documentary on the beautiful High Spots Network. The best nine-nine in the biz. my favorite documentary of the year. Uh, So, that's going to be happening. And again, you got Moxley, you got Omega. I don't know who's going to lose. Yeah. How's this going to go? I have no idea. I would I would l- honestly like to see either one of them win, and I would not like to see either of them lose. Does that yeah. make sense to you? Yeah. But you can't have a freaking... They uh, have a clause in there that this match cannot be stopped for any reason. <laughs> Don't you fucker. <laughs> That's very true, Sarah. Sometimes uh, I think it's fun to bust that out, where if you're like eating your lunch, be like, this lunch cannot be stopped for any reason. You've certainly said it. Sarah has a, a new favorite wrestler, one of her new favorite wrestlers. Sarah got a, uh, you really got to feast your eyes on uh, Damian Priest this week. Yeah, Feast of the Priest. Yeah, what do you think? Just like undeniably hot. Yeah, yeah. I thought you would, and you'd seen him before. I don't I'd even know if you before, remembered. The, we saw him at Ring of Honor's Punishment Martinez. Yeah, and I think at the time I was kind of like, oh, wow. Yeah. But sometimes Ring of Honor shows can be a little overwhelming because you're wrapping your head around mm-hmm. everybody. 
they just focused up that camera right on him. And you were like, oh, tell me what you think of him. And I was prepared to be kind of like, "Mm, we'll see. But it was just kind of like, (laughs) hello. Oh, Gambit's a wrestler now? Oh, no. (laughs) Do you think if he shows up to the main roster, Baron Corbin will be like, "Mm, what's the big deal about this guy? I don't see how they're similar at all. I mean, they're just tall dudes, but, you know. But, like. But Damien Priest looks cool. But, like, do you compare, like. The beautiful head of hair, the muscular body. The better wrestler. He's a better Baron Corbin. Baron might be better on the mic at this point, but I don't know. I'm trying to think of who it's like that you're comparing. Like, I feel like you're being like, I, oh, here's man, have you seen John Hamm and uh, Seth Rogen? And it's ah, like, they're not I just similar. Think tall guys. I don't know. I think people get the comparison. Probably, but I'm just saying, like, he's super hot. I feel like he And Baron's, is like, fine. Baron... And Drew Galloway or Drew McIntyre mashed together with a little gothy. Yeah. With a little Jimmy Havoc thrown in there. <laughs> little treat. But he had a fun match with Pete Dunne. Yeah, it was very fun. Pete Dunne freaking flew up in the so air. So awesome. He's yeah. so good. But he looks stocky. Like, he looks like he'd yeah. be too dense to jump that high, and then he's not. Also, Todd Sinclair looks like he'd be too dense to jump that Dude, high, but he's not. Todd Sinclair doing his best Ricky the Dragon steamboat impression at Colt show was so fun. Colt's, what was that called? Uh, unsanctioned Silly Billies? Yeah, Colt's Rock and Rager. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, it was uh, so fun. So fun. So the OC invaded full sail, wiped out a bunch of people. Very cool. <laughs> and then and then uh, when Ciampa came out and then Riddle and Keith Lee. Ciampa with that beard and his yes. eyes is looking like is, a crazy person. I am telling you. In a very fun way. I guarantee there are like guys who are like barbers who just watch every week and they're like, let me add that beard. But like, let me at that beard. It would be almost more unsettling, I think, if he came in with a close cropped beard. No, 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 it wouldn't be close, close cropped. But it just. But like, can you, you know imagine what? if he came in as like a lawyer one day? And he does that thing up by his ear. That's very weird. He's. This is very. I think this is very calculated. But he, yeah. But I like it. And they were doing the oh, Baskin has glory, bro. It was so oh, fun. It was so cool. Riddle and AJ mixing it up was fucking fun. Um, our NXT experience, unfortunately, was cut short by... Uh, listen, Dude. we thought Cable was going to be invincible, but Dude. I ended a call with AT&T in tears because Sarah I cried. have not been able to fix the DVR despite multiple phone calls. And then we're watching... So our, we have no access to our DVR right now, which is so annoying. So it then, acts like it's going to record yes. every single one of our programs on schedule, and then it just doesn't. And that's like, oh, I can't get, I can't communicate with the DVR. And then, so we're watching everything live, and then all of a sudden, the cable is just like, "Yeah, this is not working right now. I don't know what to tell you." They go, they pop up this thing, and they go, "You can try changing the channels to see if it's like happening on other channels." I'm like, "Is who wrote this?" Message us. Um, like DM us on Twitter at Marty Sarah Pod or email us Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling at gmail dot com. If you have Xfinity, is it true you can like watch your DVR from anywhere? I'm very curious about Xfinity. I don't think we can get Xfinity in there, here, can d- we? Yes, we can now. They're they're doing our building for. You it. said Comcast. That is Xfinity. They bought Xfinity's Comcast. I like when you say X fucking Finity. X fucking Finity instead of X fucking. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. We'll fee. We'll fee. We'll see. We'll fucking fee. We'll fucking figure it out. Yeah. Anyway. But just so you know, our uh, NXT was not as enjoyable as it no, should have been because I had to watch today of on the, these issues. On the USA app. Did it work? Oh, no. It was on Hulu. I watched it on Hulu today. Oh, okay. Thanks, Hulu. Thanks, Hulu. 
because then I want to try to watch something on the USA app and you can't fast forward. That's insane to me. Come on. It takes you back to the old days where you really couldn't fast forward anything. Jeez. Uh, did y'all see Masha when you went on the USA app? Todd Chrisley. I on thought you were in hiding. Oh, no. I'm out. I'm out in the world. I'm living my life. I heard you ask the judge if you were allowed to please go on vacation recently. I did. I said, excuse me, Mr. Judge. I Mr. Said, judge? Yeah. I said, excuse me, Mr. Judge. May I please go to an exotic island for the holidays? I promise I'll come back. And then I winked at him. Wink. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Uh, maybe people could help you out this holiday season by listening to your uh, continuously atrocious <laughs> Home for the Holidays album on Spotify. Tis almost the season. Yeah, tis almost. Uh, but I do feel like Christmas is wedging its way in uh, ahead of Thanksgiving, and we got to wait to play Christmas Listen, music. I just want to go to the Cayman Islands, and that's not you know where anybody hides their tax, their money, or anything like that. Hey, just you've wanna... got little shifty eyes. No, I'm not going to wear money taped to my stomach or anything like that, my flat. 40 year old stomach mm. i'm just gonna go there to just chill out i just need to like relax just like fucking unplug my brain you know what i mean i guess you probably know what that's like sarah i hear you talk a lot your brain's probably unplugged my brain needs to be unplugged more than it is probably yeah oh yeah 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 i just want to be on the beach with my ipad watching five minute craft videos you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i know what you mean there just like actually i don't like watching stuff at the beach because i feel like the sun glares no good but um i like to lay face down on the hot sand the judge said no though i said i go want to go to the cayman islands for thanksgiving and the judge was like no and i said christmas and he goes no and then i slid in my album and i said i'll be back to ask you again about christmas he might want you to get out of there. Yeah, whatever. Christmas is going to be real weird with my daughter trying to throw me in jail. <laughs> Can you please pass the potatoes and not put me in jail? Oh, man. That's my little impression of my uh, my whole deal with Lindsay. Yikes. Yeah, what are you going to do? I don't know. Probably just try to be good from now on. Yeah. Impossible. I'm too good at being bad. Oh, man. Anyway. And I'm still waiting for USA to get me in this whole, you know, NXT invasion angle. Yeah, don't you I want to be the court. I want to be the the marshal of of the Survivor Series. Okay, so since what, I'm not going to the Cayman Islands, apparently. So we're gonna do a live performance the same way that you sure I got with Poppy. We're gonna do one with you, and you're gonna do um, Matt Riddle's. Sorry, Skylar Bing Bongs. Skylar fuck. Skylar yeah. fucks. Is he Matt Riddle still? Yeah, of course he's Matt Riddle. I thought he was, but then I suddenly was like, did they change his name? To Skylar Fox? Yeah, Skylar no. Fox. Um, do his, uh, the, you're going to do his live intro. Okay, so basically, uh, picture this. We're in Full Sail University in their mm -hmm. little arena, and I'm obviously, uh, William Regal comes out and he says, everybody, I have an announcement to make. I can no longer be the general manager of this here company um, because I didn't pay my taxes and I got to go to a British jail. And in, in response, I have somebody who always pays their taxes, taking charge. You That's know, weird. Him. That's you a weird love intro. Him. it's Todd Chrisley. I thought you would just kind of come out with the band. Oh, and then, and then I say your next match is scheduled for one fall. And I, you're the ring announcer. I do everything. Okay. Your next match is scheduled for one fall. Do you Granny's ringing the bell off when Granny they... rings the bell? Oh, I so cut people you'll... off when they interrupt me like you are right now. Go ahead. You now have permission. Couple questions. Yes, fire away. When people go one fall, do you try to like steamroll them or do you let them have their moment? You know what? I check in with Vince and I see what he likes. Vince isn't concerned. You check in with Paul. Oh, wow. Oh, look at you. Miss now, Smarky Smark. Here's the other question. Yeah. 
you and grandma are going to be in the same room. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. Movie magic. Go on. So let's just say like, oh, AJ Styles is like, I liked what I, I liked last week. And I, I know AJ too. We hang out. We go to the same petition. And I, and I said, I said, uh, I saw AJ the other day. I said, Ooh, what are you doing on them crow's feet? I can't even see him. And he goes, wouldn't you like to know Todd? And I said, you are bad. <laughs> We both wear the same kind of jeans. It's fun. <laughs> I said, "You get those at the buckle." He says, "You bet your fucking ass I did." <laughs> Anywho's, uh, and then I you, said, "You and AJ are single handedly keeping the buckle alive oh in God. malls across America." I'll tell you what, I go there and I just throw my fucking metal ass credit card down, and I just say, "It's shopping time." And yeah. then they all they close the store for me because I'm a big celebrity in Atlanta, and I don't want anybody messing around. And uh, I just I go. I tell you what, I tear through the buckle. Ugh. With a vengeance. Yeah. Anyway, I said, AJ, we are the best of friends. We go to the same buckle to shop. We go to the same churches. And although <laughs> although I consider you a friend, you have violated the sanctity of Full Sail University. And for that, you must take on this next man coming out. And he is a hunk of a man. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Matt Riddle. And then his music plays. And then I go... Oh, I mean, there's no lyrics, so I guess I could just freestyle a little bit or just talk oh, wow. a little bit. And then I'll just be like, hey, everybody, I'm here to say Matt Riddle does wrestling in a different way. Doesn't wear boots because that wouldn't be fair. If he wore boots, he'd be better than Flair. Rick Flair. Y'all know that guy. So, you know, just like that stuff like that. And that was just off the top of my dome. I wasn't yeah, even. You, I ain't even writing. I didn't even my, tell you that you were gonna yeah, have to do that. I ain't even. I ain't even holding my little iPhone like you see rappers in the studios holding yeah. their phones. No, that was yeah. cool as hell. Yeah. He teams with Keith Lee, and I guess you could see they're kind of different, but I like both anyway. Now that didn't rhyme. But Here's I'm what just, you could do. Yeah. He teams with Keith Lee. They got some peepees. You can almost see them through their trunkies. Oh my goodness! Yeah. They wear shorts, but I, mm, but I can still see what they're sporting. Nope. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I came out the gate so strong, and then you I just came out put it so out. strong. Ooh, there's a lyric. <laughs> yes, I got these jeans at the buckle, and if Matt ridded one or two, I will fuckle. What? Okay, sorry. Wow. Sorry, that's just a joke. Anyway, anyway. All well, right, I got to get out of here. Jeffrey I wish Epstein, you and your lovely Jeffrey fans. Epstein did not commit suicide. I got to go. Oh, my God. Todd with a fucking hot take to end out the show. Hot take Todd. His segment. Uh, wow. Are you ready for the Survivor Series? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I found, like, the beginning of that WrestleMania mega mix. Who's ready for the Survivor Series? Is that on Sunday? No. No, that would be insane if... It's interesting. WWE did not fuck with. Uh, it's like the twenty sec, twenty first, second, third, and fourth, or whatever all that shit says. What? Um, this weekend, I have been acting like. Oh my god! This weekend's just. I got this wrong. Full gear and nothing else. I got this wrong, wrong, wrong. I'm wrong, very wrong. surprised everybody didn't try to counter program full sale or uh, full gear or something. Dang. I am losing my mind today. Anyway, losing my sight. Are you done hearing all about Saudi Arabia? Yeah, a little bit. I feel like. I'm tired of hearing about the locker room scrublins. I know everybody was just really tired. Do you guys have an apology for me, too? Seth Rollins? The cha- Oh, not the champion. Oh, I'm still the champion in a lot of people's hearts. 
Do you have an apology for me too? Did you guys say I gave a rah-rah speech? No, we didn't say that. We didn't report that. <sighs> Crap, I'm going on every podcast or YouTube show accepting, accepting apologies, apologies in person. Um, yeah, I guess Becky's I'm sorry that... We rented a car. Becky's <laughs> out front. I just said I'm going to run in real quick. Oh, she didn't want to come on the podcast? <laughs> People love when she's well, on the podcast. Well, there's no parking in your neighborhood, so she's waiting. But anyway, did you say anything you want to apologize to me about? Um, I guess maybe we've like kind of helped along this narrative that you're sort of a dweeb and I'm I've been sorry. hearing weenus a lot. <laughs> so if you guys <laughs> if you guys called me a weenus, I'm ready to accept my apology. Okay, sorry if we ever implied in any way that you were a weenus. That's mm, not a nice. Thing that to sounds say about like anyone. one of those non apologies. Like sorry, if you no, no, felt, no, I didn't say sorry. If that you felt you felt bad for me calling you a weenus. I can't think of any specific times where I said you were a weenus, but I feel that there are times that I've implied that you were a weenus. Yeah, and I'm sorry because uh, every person wants to feel <laughs> strong and cool. And Did you hear that, everybody? She said sorry. Let me get my notebook out and cross marty and sarah love wrestling off the list did you ever apologize to your little dog kevin for blaming him when you lost that video game kevin got in the way (laughs) i would have won if kevin didn't get in the way so you didn't apologize to him i you know what i said to him i said kevin i'm sorry if you felt like i was mad at you (laughs) that's not an apology i don't want you want me to say um hey yeah. Why don't you give Dave Meltzer a break? He's just a boomer that's trying. Okay, Meltzer. <laughs> that's what I'm going to start now. Are you... Uh, okay, Meltzer. I guess you and I are millennials, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Not like old man Gen X over here. You and I must both have jobs. Finally see what it means to be living. Mm. I think I you, like I think you make that more money. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, yeah, I think I make a little more money than you do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you make more money than your fiance? Oh, I don't know about that. We don't like to check. Uh, you're gonna have bank to accounts. when you're married. You gotta put everything together. I hear from what I understand. Nah, we'll probably sign contracts. We both have Cena's contract. We're gonna each sign Cena's contract with each other. Oh, the one that's like if uh, if you twenty four hours to leave. vacate the premises. Yeah, yeah. she'll have to leave Iowa. I'll have to leave wherever Becky lives. Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to leave Ireland. Yeah, I have twenty four hours to evacuate. Ireland. Um, hey, do you miss your buddy Mox? Are you guys cool? Who? John Moxley. I'm sorry. I'm friends with Dean Ambrose. <laughs> well, he's not really around, huh? No, no. I still text Dean Ambrose. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to change his name in my phone. Uh, you didn't have off. him as John Jonathan Good in your phone? <laughs> no. I'm a company man. You were by your WWE name okay, in, your, in my phone. I don't know who that I don't know who that person is. <laughs> I am Seth freaking Rollins. Okay. Look Burn at my driver's down. license. Let me get my down. wallet out. Look, Seth freaking no, Rollins. No, you can't have freaking Rollins on you there. You pay extra. You donate to Do you the have a vanity um, plate? EPA. Yeah. What does it say? Uh, SFNR. <laughs> SFNR? Yeah. Okay. You just pay 25 bucks extra. All right, I gotta go. Beck's getting mad. We gotta go to Chipotle or wherever she wants to go, and I'm not gonna argue about it this time. It's not worth it. Let's go. I'm, I've I've uh, I've gotten past that. All right, bye. Hey, one more thing. Apology accepted. <laughs> All right, there goes. That Seth. was a nice surprise. Hey, this is what I'm thinking. So obviously. Someone gave Meltzer some wrong information when he mm-hmm. reported that Seth gave this rah-rah speech, mm-hmm. and uh, he he retracted. Also, it. I think the term rah-rah speech is like <laughs> such a lame. Like it feels like something of like, and then we have the grease rah-rah number where everybody really pumps it. The grease lightning's a fucking rah-rah speech. Do you think 
WWE, because obviously with all the stuff getting out about the flight and everything, they know there's leaks. They know people are talking to your Dave Meltzer's, your Sean Ross Saps, well, your Mike you Johnson's. And if you are abandoned for 30 hours and your phone's got battery, like you might text one or two people like, I'm having a real shitty day. Here's what's happening. And those people might tell some people who tell some people. So back in the day. There had been reports on like trying to figure out who was like spreading the rumors. Because mm-hmm. one time there was an old there was an old uh, WCW ring announcer, Chris Cruz, and they were in a production meeting. And there's like this famous story where they go over everything, and I there's what we can do with him, and this, 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 this. And then Kevin Sullivan, who has this like who's from Boston, and he has this real thick Boston accent, just went up to him after the meeting, and he goes, "And you can tell Dave Meltzer everything we just said in here." He was like convinced that he was telling Meltzer everything. Yeah, you know what they call it when they're trying to weed out who's uh, telling what? Putting the balloon underwater to find where the find where the leak, the leak is. is. Yeah, find so, those bubbles. So in the past, it's been said that they've been like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do this thing," and then they're like, "Oh cool, oh am I gonna use the bathroom?" And then Meltzer's like, uh, "Report, report, report." So apparently, they're gonna make uh, Rusev a beautician, and it's mm-hmm. like we know that Sarah told you because. We said we're that not only in front of her. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Or maybe the, the Saudi royal family is like, Vince, baby, I know what you can do. If you want to find out who's giving them leaks, we've got this spyware. You can find, you can bug your whole locker room. Oh, man, that would be insane. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> now that they're buds again, you never know. Yeah. So we'll see. I. What would you, uh, what would you, if you were trying to catch a leak, what outlandish stories would you brand out there? Oh, well, I mean, they kind of know or think they know. Like, like if I'm, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if I'm Ricochet, I'm probably going out of my way to not talk to Meltzer. I'd be like, yeah. I, I do not. When I came here, I was like, I told him I can't. Like, it's like you have to break up. Like, hey, man, they know we're friends. Like, I can't yeah. be friends with you anymore. I'm so sorry. Um, I wonder if it would be like either a match or, you know what I would do? I would come up with some like super outlandish thing that they're going to do with like, chad gable it's like dude if you thought shorty g was weird oh yeah we're gonna make him portly g and uh he's gonna gain a bunch of weight and he's gonna have gout but it actually makes him a better wrestler something just weird yeah or uh like he only speaks in shorthand i don't know yeah um pig latin maybe who knows porky g or, he speaks pig Latin. Or just like, I think I think the way to really get somebody's like, dude, Vince is losing his mind. Do you know what he wants to do? And yeah, then, that's know, a, and like then weird, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, like, They're going to make uh, Rusev be the cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger guy. Maybe. <laughs> or like, man. Vince you, just saw that SNL sketch. If you thought Heyman, yeah. If you thought Heyman was weird about uh, marriages and guys getting cheated on or something like that, the next thing is they're going to do all the stepbrother porn stuff. They're going to let Bobby Lashley come out bare-assed with his penis tucked in between his legs oh, like Buffalo shit. Bill. That's and what go, I'm a pretty girl. <laughs> oh, no. Would you... They What's the swear word they could say? Because they can't say, fuck me, like in... Uh, yeah. Is it Silence of the Lambs yeah. or uh, the Silence other one? Silence of the Lambs. You guys like, I'd fuck me. Oh, that's a pretty good voice, Sarah. Hey, baby. <laughs> that's, you you almost me. sound like Jacob Fatu. Er Berber. 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 Um but Who was bloodier after that main event? Jacob Fatu or La Parca? Uh, or LA Park, I'm sorry. Might have been LA Park, but also like his blood was exacerbated by it the was mask all squished and the around. Face paint and everything. But also so um 
Fatu was just like like connecting spit, blood, yeah. everything. I got to give him. I got the honor of giving him water after the match. Damn, that's cool. It was pretty cool. Um, little update: Sarah and I are. We always talk about. It this. so sounded like you were going to be like Sarah and I are in an open relationship we now. Are so. No longer dating. <laughs> But no. we're going to be professional about this. <gasps> Don't joke about that because people will believe you. Oh, no. We're stronger than ever. The yeah, state what else? of our union is as strong what else? as what can else? be. <laughs> no. We've talked about on this podcast before where it, it seems like more so a WWE thing than anything is when their wrestlers are either on like their own YouTube channel like Asuka's mm-hmm. or... Or like a, a podcast or a... You're uh, like, oh, man, they seem so up, cool. Up, up, down, down. Sure. The new one. And I showed you this one. Ooh, 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 ooh. Braun Strowman was a guest on Bon Appetit's back-to-back cooking show with Carla. I love Carla. Dude, Carla's awesome. I'd never seen the show before. How great was Braun on this show? Please explain the show to everybody. So the premise is there's two cooking stations. Carla and Celebrity are turned away from back each other. Back-to-back. Back-to-back. And she has very specifically set up like... Two bowls, everything a lemon, mirrors, everything mirrors each all other. All the food that you so need. So if we were doing this back to back, I'd be like, Sarah, to your right, there's going to be like a red strainer. Pick and they'll have up. like a one little stove they and like a cutting cooking. board. So yeah, she's like, we're going to cook lobster rolls. They made a lobster roll. But I'm going to walk you through. So yeah. like, basically, it's just how good is this person at following instructions yeah. when they can't see? Braun Strowman. Yeah. So smart. Yes. So funny. So hamming like, it up clever. to the camera, hamming yeah, it up to the camera, little, and then when it's time to break break up the she lobster, took, she took his tool and he's breaking it with his hands. He's so he much goes, faster than he her. Goes, he goes, I guess these uh, lobsters are gonna have to get these hands. And he kind of like looks at the camera, like, "Ooh, I'm bad." Yeah, it was so fun, and he did such a good job. And then um, there's this beautiful moment where she said, "Cut the pickle in half," and mm-hmm. she cut it the long way, and he cut it like just in half, in half. So there's just like it. a little nubbin. And at the end, when they turned around and revealed, he was like, they looked almost exactly the same, but great. then he was like, oh, I cut the pickle different. <laughs> it was so it cute. It was so cute. And uh, she was like asking him, you know, did you think that um, like I could be a wrestler or something like that? And he was like, you, you really talked me through the match. Or the no, he, go, he goes, how good you are. I think you could talk somebody through a match anytime. It was. It was great. So, oh, but that made me miss Ron Strowman. Do you think he was proud of his brother? Oh, I bet he was. Hey, what's up, Marty and yeah! Sarah? I was hoping I could summon oh, him. Oh, no, I was letting y'all do your thing Ron real quick. Ron Strowman, Braun's uh, big oh, brother. Oh, Chef Braun. She- yeah. yeah. Did he uh, come home and make lobster rolls for everyone like he can't get enough now that you know, he knows? It's like, oh, I guess well, I'll make some lobster rolls again. It's like brother we just had this the other day i can eat like, lobster rolls every day really they're very decadent i, I went figure. through a phase where i was buying too many lobster rolls when i worked at pnc oh boy oh i said where i worked <gasps> uh-oh i don't work there anymore that's why you millennials can't buy houses you eat lobster rolls every day avocado when toast for breakfast lobster roll for lunch and then dinner i just eat paper towel and i call them napkins but you just sit by the counter and have your divorced mom <laughs> dinner <laughs> why is everybody dunking on me for it's that? just sad it brings up sad thoughts <laughs> to a lot of us <laughs> Just a sad mom sitting on the counter. But I just like it. I have a book over there. I'm usually oh, reading. Oh, God. Sometimes it's getting I read worse. on my phone. Oh, my God. It's getting worse and worse and worse. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving, Ron? 
Well, what we're getting turkey stuff with freaking guess what lobster? Because <laughs> Brawny's all about lobster now. They call it lurky. He went on that lot one eight hundred live lob. Live bought a lob. bunch of lobsters. <laughs> He's got his whole swimming pool filled with the damn shits. Well, you know you're gonna have to learn to like him. He did yeah. such a good job with those claws. Oh my He's god! Like flatten them. I you got big hands. I bet you could. Well, you, know. you have run in the family. Yeah, every Strowman has big hands, huh? All of us do. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody, it's just everywhere I go, oh, crap, can you open this jar? I'm like, brother, we're at McDonald's. I can't get behind the counter. You know, and they bring me the Big Mac sauce, and I pop it open. Yeah, that's nice of you. Yeah. Comes in handy. Hey, did you see Ken Shamrock take that dip, dick flip from Joey Ryan on Incredible. Impact? Incredible. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Damn, y'all got a lot of wrestling to cover. Hey, still. what did you uh, what did you think about uh, Sue Young's new character? She's like a like kind of like a doll vibe. Yeah, creepy man. Doll, but no makeup. Creepy. Yeah. Creepy, but you know what? Don't hate it. Yeah, kind of. I cute. don't hate it. Kind of cute. She's yeah. got an interesting aura. Oh, I like the way you Fun put vibe. that. Aura. Aura. Yeah. Aura. <laughs> aura. Or uh, something else. Oh, I love what you did there. There you go, Ron. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, we'll by. do a show sometime where we'll be back to back, and then you t- you teach me how to podcast. You know what would be fun? What? Is if you teamed up with a buddy of our show. Yeah. Ron and Ron loves music. Oh, my Ron God. Ron and Ron love music, and it's just the two oh of you talking God. tunes. Talking about, like, uh, pop punk, power pop punk bands. You know, Ron loves music's uh, spreading the good word. A couple of uh, buddies recently said that he turned them on to the show. Well, hell yeah, Ron. Keep it up. Yeah. All right, everybody, I got to go get some fucking butter for the lobsters. <laughs> hey, it's a blessing. Okay. It's making a blessing to have that much We're lobster. making our own mayonnaise sauce. Yes. Oh, I'm just so sick of lobster. <laughs> All right, bye. Sarah. That we, reminded me when I used we are, to... Are we late? We're... So, we're and I have so much more. Here's right, what we're going right. to have to do. I was going to get into New Japan uh, and Power Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, we'll hit Wrestle Kingdom next week because we've, okay. we've got plenty of time. But can we hit the special announcement about the tag team tournament? Oh, yes. Huge shout out uh, both to Alex Zane and Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Cabana! They're going to be doing some uh, New Japan work, and I couldn't be I'm happier so for my boys. I'm so excited for Alex Zane. Very excited. What Ugh. a dude. And Colt is just ripping it up. The new NWA North American champion. Hey, did you uh, know about that ahead of time? Listen, everybody, and I'm going to try to protect the <laughs> biz. Now you can biz. tell. Now you can tell. I'm going to protect the biz anymore. as much as I can. But uh, the other week. This was like three weeks ago. We, were, gonna, we were filming um, the most recent, the uh, $5 Wrestling Homecoming. I walk in Colt's apartment, and he's like in the back doing something. He's like, oh, just let yourself in. I'll be right out. And he's got his suitcase. He just got back in town. Suitcase, pff, wide open. <laughs> The freaking red-ass North American title sitting there. And I was like, oh, come on, man. And he goes, what? I go, I didn't want spoilers. He goes, sorry. So that was very awesome. That is pretty cool, though. Listen, NWA, we love you. Oh, uh, we do. We. I was telling Sarah that I was listening to uh, the Virtual Pros podcast, which I highly recommend. Uh, very fun podcast. You always give me the most fun updates. Yes. I never listen to podcasts at work, but you tell me the best summaries of all the goods. Mike mentioned uh, that one of their listeners calls the NWA Glow for Dads. I cannot stop thinking about I that. I love it. I love it. Uh, Edge tweeted yes. about how great he likes yeah. NWA power. Uh-huh. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, that's nice. Glow for Dads. Yeah. Uh, here's a tip, though. At the beginning of the show, when you're doing the countdown, and people are tweeting wonderful things about your wonderful show, crop out where it only has one, one like, like, or you know, just 
maybe wait till it gets more and then double back. If you and, want the likes, but you can crop out. It's not a no problem. No news channel shows the likes because... They cropped out Aldis's tweet. They cropped out the likes on Aldis's tweet, which is probably substantial, but then everyone else was like, this is pretty cool, and it said one like. Dude, speaking of Dick Aldis, when we watched uh, the NWA show, I was... Gazan. You were yammered. I decided to have a little party, a little one-man party. No, we, we were having a two-man party. There was partying a little bit, too. But when that Nick Aldis Retromania video game commercial came on, I just looked over at Sarah and I said, I am too high for this shit. Because he was, was like, oh, wild. I'm going retro. And video games are too hard, Marty DeRosa. <laughs> video games are too hard. Hey, NWA, yeah. if you want to do something real fun. Yeah. Put out a special video. Maybe I'll order this on Cameo, where Nick Aldis just turns and goes, "Hey, Marty, oh, how you doing?" I'm all zonked out. You doing oh all right, Marty? That would be such a fun way to, to raise a little extra money. Is just like if you watch wrestling, mm-hmm. like you know, Drugs Delaney always gets like zonked and watches wrestling, or yeah. like you know, like Hot Tub Deshaun. Hot you pay tub. a little extra for your own. Cut. Yeah. So during the show, they're just like, it's the same show, yeah, right. but just a few cuts that are like, wait, yeah. what? Like Michael Cole's like, the big dog is in the house, and that's got to be pretty weird, drugs. What do you think? (laughs) Think, think, think. Think, think, think. So if you thought that the Nick Aldis thing couldn't get any sillier, (laughs) not to be outdone, motherfucking Aaron Stevens takes his robe off and reveals (laughs) that he's wearing the fleshiest flesh-colored trunks. And hot pink knee pads and black elbow pads. White boots. But he, bud, already, you're (sighs) one of the most susceptible people to, like... There was a blip where uh, a lot of girls were wearing like flesh colored leggings and you were just every time you'd see one, you'd lose your mind. I always think they're nude. Yeah. Yeah. So Aaron Stevens, flesh colored trunks. Ridiculous. Loved it. When he was sitting after he lost the match, it looked like he was just sitting in the tub. (laughs) It was so. I freaking loved it. Oh, but and you tweeted about it and he replied. I freaking loved it. He has a very fun uh, Twitter presence where he's like replying to people and kind of doesn't understand Twitter, but kind of does. He's great. He does. Aaron's thoughts. No, but like the way he's tweeting is like, well, I'm I'm doing a good job on Twitter, but it turns out, if you don't know, there's a lot of idiots. It was very funny. (laughs) And I, I just wrote, I wrote, man, between Cody's promo. The Jericho video, uh, the Magnus commercial. I think I said the Jericho thing was up there with the Magnus commercial. And, and his Nick, trunks. And, and uh, Aaron Stevens' nude trunks, and he tweeted back. He's like, is that a bad thing? I'm like, nah, man, it's the best thing. Keep it up. Yes. I love it. And uh, man, oh, man. Fun show. Keep Dads, if you're not watching, it's for I you. I love their Silly and Billy you're commercials. Love I love Marty Bell's promo was so good. They knocked it out of the park. It yeah. was great. And that little boy, little boy, little NWA boy, keep being you. Oh, I just freaking love him every time he screams. That's Kevin Aldridge. This week's wrestling confession is a confession. This week's wrestling confession is brought to us from our dear friends at Challengers Comics. They're opening a brand new location, Sarah, in downtown Chicago. If you live in the greater Chicagoland area, go to Challengers Comics. They're the freaking best in the world. Freaking best in the world. Now we're going to change things up a little bit, Sarah, and you are going to read this. There was a little bit of a saga this week. Um, I got a DM and uh, our dear friend was like, hey, I sent in a wrestling confession. I don't know if it got lost. And I was like, listen. I'm on it. Send me some info. It did get lost in the shuffle. And guess what? 
Now we found it. And because I did the research and I found the email, I'm going to read it to you because as far as I understand, you're unfamiliar with this wrestling confession. Read it. Let me hear it. Hi, Marty and Sarah. I've sent this story in before, but it had some adult content. So maybe it got stuck in your spam folder. Wink. Here it is. Once again, family friendly style. So glad. Two Aprils ago, I was geared up to go to my first ever WrestleMania week with this guy that I was dating that I was pretty head over heels for. The trip felt like it would solidify our relationship because uh, we weren't quite girlfriend and boyfriend. Just a couple weeks before we were set to leave, I found out that he already had an actual girlfriend. I couldn't believe that I was a side chick. I never spoke to him again. I knew that the fastest cure to my heartbreak would be to continue on the trip alone. Luckily, he didn't show up. When I arrived in New Orleans, I reached out to a few fellow wrestling fans I had known from Instagram uh, who I knew would also be in New Orleans. One guy who actually works for WWE, I'll call him Chad. We made some vague plans to grab drinks while in town. In the meantime, I made a bunch of new friends around town and at indie shows. I couldn't believe how happy I felt being alone because it gave me the opportunity to meet and talk with so many other wrestling fans from all over the country. And dare I say the world. Yeah. I was headed back to my Airbnb from seeing Will Ospreay, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and Zack Sabre Jr. wrestle at a WWN show. Mm. The world's so different now. Very different. When Chad hit me up and told me to meet in the lobby of his hotel when he was done with work. He told me not to wear a wrestling shirt since it was the hotel where the wrestlers were staying and they were kicking out all the marks. You don't want to get yelled at by uh, Alicia Fox. No. (laughs) Who are you? Why are you here? I didn't have time to change, so I pulled off my American Nightmare shirt and shoved it into my backpack. I had a plain tank top underneath, and I was thrilled that I could still sneak in under the radar. While I waited for Chad in the lobby, I saw Samoa Joe and Big Show both come through. Fuck yeah. The energy. But I played it cool and didn't approach them so I wouldn't get kicked out. Hey, baby. (laughs) Hey, baby. After all, what I had on my mind was sort of an impromptu date since I was heavy on the rebound. Chad came to greet me with some of his buddies, said he had to make one quick stop on another floor before he could head out. I followed him up the escalator, and holy shit... All of a sudden, we were in the middle of the Hall of Fame after party. Oh, wow. I was completely dumbfounded as I stood there in my sweaty black tank top and jeans while most of the superstars were still in their formal wear. I'll never forget trying so hard not to stare when I saw Beth Phoenix, Carmella, and Dana Brooke in their glittering gowns. Chad turned to us and said that we had two choices. One, go try to get picks with as many stars as we liked before getting kicked out. But uh, if that were the case, uh, we weren't with him. He would oh, have to cave yeah. a bit. Or hang out, have some drinks, talk to some wrestlers, don't ask for pictures. But maybe if there was one that we wanted, he could try to make it happen. I chose option two. I was so nervous that I probably downed four whiskey ginger ales in less than an hour. It all feels like a dream, but I know that I met Seamus, Big Cass, Drake Maverick, and Jim Ross. Nice. The Samoans were tucked away in their little alcove, Usos, Naomi, and Roman Reigns. Then I spotted Nia Jax mingling near them. She had changed into street clothes, so casual and cool. I've always been a plus-size woman, so Naya is like a superhero to me. I told Chad that she was the one person I saw there that I just had to meet. He walked me over and said that he just had to introduce his friend who was a huge fan. I told her how much she meant to me and how proud I was of her and how excited I was for her match for the Raw Women's title against Alexa Bliss. She even hugged me and took a picture with me, then hugged me again. When Chad and I walked back over to the bar, I started bawling like a baby from the combination of adrenaline and alcohol. They say don't meet your heroes, but Naya was truly sincere and sweet. The next day, I got to meet two more of my heroes, my favorite two podcasters at Pancakes and Pile Drivers. What the shit? After seeing Marty's big wrestling match. Oh, my goodness. What a week. Sorry for the length. You're the best. Brittany. 
Britney. Britney, sorry for the weight on Dude, that. We were uh it really was we were a, sitting on gold. It really was a different wrestling world back then. It was. I love the timing too to be like, oh yeah, you could just walk in and see all these shows and now these people are behind these T V paywalls. Yeah. But it's like that's the way the world should be. Hey. And that relationship is so far in the past. Look at that. Look at that. Brittany, thank you so much. And if any of you have a wrestling confession, send it on over. Marty and Sarah love wrestling at gmail.com. Subject wrestling confession or wrestling encounter. I'll take them all. And uh, we'll be able to share your story on this here little program. And now you got to go. Brad, I've got a show. I am going to be late. You're you late. need to tuck everybody in. Okay. And then next week we'll start with the Wrestle Kingdom build. We'll we'll be we're still not ready for uh, the Survivor Series, Sarah. Not yet. Well, you tell Sarah that anyway. Oh. Um, you can tell her when you guys do your weird like passing each other in a hallway type of thing when you go back in her stomach. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna hand it over to you. And uh, sorry we went over. It was a little bit of a longer show, but uh, you know you guys deserved it. Sometimes you go over, but you're over yourself. Keep being over in your own brains and sweep tight. Good night, buddies. Good night, everybody. This is the MLW Radio Network.